Pam Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. Yes. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skin Care. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the Green Army. Hey everybody, it's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pantastic's Come to Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio. We're going to get started in just a few minutes. Uh, it is March 9th. 2018. Glad you guys are listening to Mutiny Radio. We'll be right back with the Fantastics Comedy Food by our kitchen counter offer burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. 
Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. All right, it is Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Before we get started with a special show tonight, we always kick off the show with a song. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse, Comedy. Okay, that's when you guys say Clubhouse. You've never been to my show, have you? <laughs> You've never been to my show. That okay. Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. M U T I N Y. Comedy Clubhouse. clubhouse. You, you want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! 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 So, usually that's what we do at the beginning of the show. Uh, usually I'm on stage and I'm back here, but that's okay. Uh, we're passing over the show tonight because it's a special birthday boy show. Put your hands together, everybody, for Buddha and Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how is it like to have two fat guys on the stage today? Um, I'm surprised this shit is not breaking yet. Man, that's muting you radio strong right there. Right, man. Well, so far, you know, my birthday's been extremely productive. So, you know... Um, With your past, mustache halfway you know, off. <laughs> you know, I have two favorite holidays. You know, mm. one is my birthday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I got two favorite holidays. You know? you. My first is obviously my birthday. Of course. You know, people say it's not a national holiday. Not yet. <laughs> Coming soon. Huh? It, 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 it's going to happen. And it's going to be like the pre-420. Where, you know, you get to smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> And obviously, my next holiday is 420. That's the yeah. My Christmas, okay? 420. Uh-huh. That's Christmas early, y'all. And for um, people that are listening right now, you can't see my great Mario mustache right now. I look beautiful. He's been growing it out for a while. Yeah, because, you know, I'm a Mario, and I can suck my own dick. And my cousin Luigi. He's a little retarded. <laughs> But, um, so how is everyone doing tonight? Yeah. Uh, all, all the yeah. audience members. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take my mustache off. It's getting awkward. Uh, yeah, it's ha- hanging halfway off and shit. So, you know, I'm starting the birthday out right. You know, I, I went, got off work, you know. Went, yeah. um, once I got off work, I went home. I took, got uh, drunk? Freaking, <laughs> no, no. I, I got my bong. I took, like, ten bong hits. Then I went Ooh. to class. Yeah. And then I came back, and now I'm a little drinky-drinky outside, and I'm not uphill. <laughs> Just around the block, though. Just around the block, because, you yeah. know, we can't, we can't drink in the shy because the gates are open. But, you know, yeah. on this after party tonight from 10 to midnight, we <sighs> Third Ass is radio. And, um, you know, feel free. We all ain't doing nothing tonight. You know, feel free. Slide through our um, mm-hmm. show. Um, it's going to be fun. It's Got be dope music, live interviews. <laughs> that gate's going to be closed. You know, <laughs> on a, on a, on a little drink or drinky. You know, Just the, kidding, y'all. We should cut the wing kills. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> In case anybody listening, we're kidding. 
Okay, they, um, they kick it off, though. Uh, yeah, let's start, let's start this off. Let's start this off. Actually, I forgot the goddamn list. Well, go and get this. Well, actually, and, uh, but I do remember that you're actually first hey, on the list. Hey, actually, hey, my brother's calling. Oh, God. Hey, what's up, Johnny? He coming to um, Put it on the speaker. I'm up Put on it on the speaker. Right now. Put it on speaker. <laughs> Oh, I was smoking weed. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, motherfucker? But, um, yeah, come down. It's on 24th and Florida. Come. Yeah. Come. Okay. Yeah, I'll see you when you get here. Thank you yeah. for coming my show, bitch. Bring your ass down here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you are not funny on the phone at all. I don't know why. Not really. <laughs> that that was pointless. That was so disappointing. <laughs> That was just plain disappointing. Yeah, my brother's down here. I want you all to see him. You, you are not going to tell he's my brother. He's the skinny version of him. <laughs> he's 5'5", five five and he's like skinny like a toothpick, man. Like, uh, <laughs> like I'm the We're tall. just picking Steve. Oh, but bad. the only way you can tell me and my brother are related is we have the same um, speech impediment. You know, people are always thinking, like, we're from, like, New York or, like, Iowa. <laughs> nah, we from Fresno. <laughs> 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 like... <laughs> Um, yeah. You know, obviously I left Fresno You know, I'm in Frisco Because, you know, if you're from Fresno You get the fuck out of Fresno, okay? Just like if you're from Florida You get the fuck yeah, out of Florida I told you, you're first, actually You're first on the list, literally, yeah, you are uh, I remember, you're yeah, first who's really first? I'm right now Well, after would be I'm going to go get that list Yeah, now. yeah <laughs> Okay I'm, I'm high as fuck as, um, you know, me and Sebastian were the, you know, the, the fattest host with the most to say. And that's why y'all should come down on Thought um check out Thought Access Radio from Fridays from ten to midnight. It's pretty dope. We play a lot of independent hip hop music. Um, give artists a platform, um, to get the voices out to and you know we we get fucked up. <laughs> we you know, we smoke and um and drink alcohol when those gates are closed. Because, you know, we are responsible. We only do cocaine at home. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to do it. <laughs> okay, who's up on this list? We got John Gallagher. John Gallagher, come up, man. Yeah, come <laughs> on up. And um, make this sound like the Price is Right. Please make fun of the birthday boy. I love that show. Roast him. Do Roast it. Do it. Shit. Hey, happy birthday to this guy, huh? Thank, Thank you. Yeah, come on, give him a round of applause, guys. Awesome. Talk dirty to me. Talk dirty to you. I'll uh, talk dirty. I'll, okay, I'll talk dirty as long as I can hear your pussy eating joke that you told. I like that joke a lot. I think it's very funny. The one, the one on me stuttering on yeah, pussy? Yes, he stutters on pussy, which yeah, is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> not, that I, not that I keep this in mind or anything. I think that is pretty cool. <laughs> I got a video on Pornhub. You should check it out. <laughs> well, you know what? Never mind. No, thank you. I don't need to, I don't need to go watch that on Pornhub. No, thank you. Oh man, this is good. I'm already, this is great. I'm already having fun up here, guys. I'm sweating, you know. I walked over here. I'm very overweight. I'm tired from talking, you know. Whoa, whoa, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, hey, fat power. That's yeah. exactly right, guys. 
You know, it's exciting, though. You know, even though I'm sweating already, you know, my body's exerting all its magical powers. I've, I hit my peak goal. I've reached my perfect beach body already, guys, you know, meaning I'm the closest in size and shape to a beach ball. You know, that's kind of the thing I got going on right here, you know? Like, the thing is, you don't know how fat you're getting until your friends decide to tell you, really, you know? That's kind of it. Like, I still get my hair cut, and that's its own joke, right? Uh, I don't know if you can tell. I'm a very bald man up here. Uh, so usually what happens is when I get my hair cut or trimmed, get the wreath touched up a little bit, right? My friends like to compliment me a little differently. Usually they'll say things like, hey, man, did you lose weight? You look great. However, I know I was getting a little chunky because my friends instead this time go, wow, your head is tiny. <laughs> and that's not the one you want to hear, guys. <laughs> you don't want to be compared to a Goomba from Super Mario Brothers, you know? That's, that's different. Um, that's good. Um, I am very high also right now. Got going to have a little treat. Yes, thank you. I like it. Get, getting high. It's cool, right? <laughs> Weed. Woo. Uh, um. I, uh, which I live in a place in the mission. I only pay $500 a month to live there. Um, yeah, and I can yeah, feel... Living. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel you guys all getting angry at me. That's understandable, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. Angry. Here's the thing, though, right? If I pay... If you pay $500 a month to live in this place we live in, San Francisco, right? Uh, that means, basically, all you've done is you've signed a lease to live in a place without laws. That's all that means, okay? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Like I'll give you an example. Right, I'm on my lease, and my landlord looks at me and goes, "Wow, you know what? Uh, cocaine's pretty cool, but uh, I'm really more of a meth guy. That's uh, that's kind of where I'm at, right?" Kind of tells you where your your money's at. Glad you're giving money to this guy every month, right? Like, so like, so here's where I'm at. If I go to sleep and my landlord just like in my room smoking meth, like I'll wake up and be shocked, but I'll just go back to sleep. You know what I mean? Like, cause five hundred dollars a month, I'm not moving out. Not an idiot, right? You've got to pay at least seven hundred for the non-meth suite. Everybody knows that. I'm not an idiot. Oh, guys, uh, what are you guys into? Serial killers? You guys like serial killers at all? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's right. <laughs> like, did you guys? Do you guys realize this when you bought tickets? This weirdo is just gonna like. You guys like serial killers? Like it's one room, you know? Uh, I like. I was watching the Lifetime channel, and the reason I was watching this usually it's television for women, but in this case, I'm watching. I'm oh, a big strong boy, you know. Uh, it was just Jeffrey Dahmer. There's a, a documentary on Jeffrey Dahmer uh, that was on. I was enjoying that. For you guys that don't know, he usually gets a woo because people like him. He's, uh, serial killers have a fan bases that travel with them. I don't know if you guys know that. It's real weird. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's the cannibal serial killer from Milwaukee, though, so he's used to track people and eat them. And the thing is, this documentary was all about how the police were interrogating him, and he was, like, pretty cool about, like, acknowledging all his crimes, except there's one point that he got very offended with the cops asking him questions, you know, as you do when you're caught killing people, right? So I'm going to do a little reenactment, a little reenactment of how that interrogation went, right? So, all right, Jeffrey. So, uh, you, you've killed a lot of people. He's like, yeah, I've done that. Uh, you chopped up their body parts and put them in your refrigerator and, and nibbled on them. He's like, yeah, I did that. You used power tools to drill into people's brains. Yeah, I did that. You poured acid onto a man's head. Yeah. He's like, you did that to try and make him a sex zombie for all eternity. Yeah, I did that. Uh, you targeted mostly black and Latino. Oh, bring it closer. Okay. I will suck this mic's. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll tell this. Okay. Never mind then. Never mind then, guys. Well, anyway. So when he 
so he gets interrogated, right? He does all these things. He's like, so you've been, uh, you've been putting ass on people's brains to make them sex zombies that last forever. And then they ask him this last final question, right? And they're like, you targeted mostly black and Latino gay men as your victims. Are you racist? And he goes, I am not a bigot, okay? And that's... And that's the one thing. You can never call any white man a racist. That's where they get very offended. Everything else is on the table. Just never a racist. Say, are you a cannibal? Yeah, who hasn't wanted to taste human flesh? Sure, right? And it's like, you made an army of sex zombies? What am I, a fucking idiot? Who doesn't want an army of sex zombies or a guy you can fuck forever? That seems cool, right? But I'm not a monster. I'm not racist, okay? That's, that's insane. Yeah, I'm glad we went there too, you know? <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys, you, we seem smart, right? We seem smart in here, and I don't know if I'm, like, I, I wear glasses. That's how you know I'm smart, right? Uh, like, I think giving teachers guns is probably the dumbest idea of all time, right? I think we can all agree with that. It's like, okay, when you don't be really, <laughs> everybody seems 50-50. That's fine, right? <laughs> Here's how I know, like, giving teachers, right, guns is a very bad idea, but at the same time, nothing has ever made me think about becoming a teacher more, you know? Right? Like, I think there's a decent point to that, right? It's like, yeah, I'll teach these kids health care, government benefits, a Desert Eagle 5-0. Yeah! I'll tell you what lesson's happening tonight. Gun History Month, baby. Woo! I'll tell you all, every single thing about this gun. Nickel-plated, right? Like, you may not learn about English. You may not learn about social studies. But the one lesson you will learn, you will learn respect. All right? Because I got a fucking gun! Right? It's cool. I don't know if you're, just think about that, right? When you got your teachers, you got the gun. Think about all the guys you didn't like, right? And you're like, man, this class would have been so much more interesting if this guy has a gun in my face right now, you know? <laughs> that old ass PE teacher just sitting there yelling at you with a gun just shooting at your feet to make you dance. Think about how easy that mile would have been, you know? <laughs> Everybody would be on the presidential fitness challenge, you know? Um... I'm really obnoxious chewing gum into the microphone. That's not always a cool move. Um, I uh, uh, was in my house the other day. I was uh, thinking about the worst roommate situations I've ever had. My, my landlord my landlord, and my roommate is a bad one right now. Worst housing situation I've ever lived in. I don't know if you guys have ever done this. Living with two married couples. Yeah, really bad, right? Two married couples and me. Uh, that's a lot like signing up for the reality TV show called Are You Interrupting Fucking or Fighting? Because that's all... Oh. It's all you do all the time. That's really much, that's pretty much it, right? But it sucked. Like, the other, the weirder thing was this, right? I was living with my, one of the married couple guys, the husband, right? He was a bouncer, and it was really weird how he introduced me to the neighborhood, right? Like, so I go into the house, it seems all right, and he brings me in close. He's like this huge dude, and he goes, yo, so I just wanted to bring you in close. Like, you want to introduce you to the rest of the neighborhoods, the families around here, right? Seems like you're pretty cool. I think you're going to be a good fit for the house. Like, oh, thanks, man. That's nice. And he's like, also, I wanted to show you the kids of this, this people next door and I was like okay I don't know what the fuck that means and then he pulls me closer and he goes I wanted to introduce you to these kids to make sure that you're not a fucking pedophile and you're not going to try and fuck them <laughs> I, I know Craigslist is weird but like what kind of what kind of barrier system is it? Don't you work in security? Like, what kind of practice is this? You, like, test a tiger by throwing meat into its cage? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? It seems like the weirdest thing is, like, how do we see if he's a pedophile? We put him around kids to see what he does. Did his eyes change into the size of, like, children buttholes, like on the cartoon on a desert <laughs> island, you know? Did he, get, did he start drooling, you know? <laughs> <It's> like, oh. <laughs> it's like, no? Well, move him in, then. 
This is a perfect fail-safe plan. Working in security, you know. Um, <laughs> it seems like a bad call. Man, I uh, um, I was on the bus uh, riding around here. I don't know if you guys have seen these. I was on the bus out shouting out my theories. Ran into one of my favorite things in the world. Drunk children, huh? You guys ever seen drunk kids before? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. City life, right? So I was on the bus. I'm riding around. And uh, like I said, see this kid drunk. And how you say, John, how do you know he's just, you know, not retarded? No, I say, look, he's drunk. He was holding a Mad Dog 2020 glass in his hand. That's how I know he's not, right? So he's going around, he's drunk. He's hitting every single fucking person on the bus around him, right? And I'm avoiding him because I'm an adult. I know how to avoid drunk kids or people fighting dogs on the bus, right? When that is the Bay Area standard, meaning you have your headphones on and your eyes down, you're staring at your phone to try and block out all the bad things around you, right? So I'm sitting there staring at that. And this kid injects himself into my life by hitting everybody around me, falling into me. He grabs my headphone cord and rips it out of my phone so my music is playing the rest of the bus, right? Now, most people would apologize. This child, though, looks at me and goes, Yo, this motherfucker's watching porn! <laughs> and now, everybody thinks I'm watching porn on the bus, right? Because I look like this person, Jizzy Beard Stained Hoodie. I don't know if you can see this, right? And so in that situation, there's only a couple modes of recourse you can do, right? Option one, argue with a child on the bus. <laughs> yeah, always a strong move. Get up and go, no, I wasn't. Have a whole bus go, mm, he caught you. That's, uh, yeah. yeah that's, not a, that's not a crease in your jeans. That's a boner. Everybody knows that. So, so what I do, I chose option two, right, which is double down. This can't get worse, right? So I get up and I go, yes, I was. He goes, and I say, child porn. And then the entire bus goes, whoa, okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Because that's how you stop conflict on public transportation, everybody. Just say you're watching child pornography, and everybody will leave you alone. That's the truth, right? It's just fun. It's a perfect Bay Area solution. It's a perfect mix of aggression and exploiting passive aggressiveness, no, right? Everybody in the Bay Area is like, somebody needs to say something. Also, I'm gonna deal, I don't want to deal with this. Let's go and leave this alone. I'm just trying to get to Quiznos or whatever. Remember Quiznos? That was a cool reference. <laughs> Anyway, I think, uh, it was, what's the deal, guys? Are we just going? Are we still? Oh. Okay, let's do, well, I'll do, I'll do two, I'll do one more, another one then. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know if I, what I want to talk about, guys. I'm feeling, feeling good. I'm feeling excited. Anybody into pornography here, huh? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, porn! Um, I don't know, like, Everybody talks about weird porn stuff. Like, uh, uh, my, I don't know to give you an example of weird porn stuff. My parents walked into me, they caught me masturbating to porn one time, right? And you're like, that's a pretty normal story, right? However, was what was not normal was as a 12 year old kid, they caught me masturbating to hentai pornography. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, memo. Thank you, thank you, guys. There's a celebration of the shape of water. That's what I want to teach you guys. The most popular hentai movie of all time. Uh, <laughs> so what? The, yeah, what that is? That's uh, that's the how Japan Japan's really paying us back for bombing them. Basically, is infiltrating our youth with tentacle sex fantasies. Uh, and that's what the thing is. Well, if your parents catch you with hentai, that, like my dad looked like he saw Vietnam. You know what I mean? Just like oh, just looked traumatized. There's no way to talk to a kid after that, right? But that wasn't even like the weirdest thing. It like altered me forever, right? The weirdest thing I ever saw in porn was like this one movie one time. I'm watching it, and that kind of shaped me forever because I'm watching this thing, and it seems like a regular standard porn film fucking happens. This is this people, 
not fish, not hentai this time, right? They're fucking. And then it goes through the regular progressions of a porn film, reaches the cum shot, right? We all know how the cum shot happens. Cum goes onto a person's face. Boom. Easy. However, this one point happens. The guy says he's about to come. Female in the video goes onto knees. However, when the cum shot's about to happen, darts out of frame. Whoa, what? She disappears. She disappears. She comes back holding a tiny table. You're like, interesting. Guy jerk, jerks off onto the table. Cum goes all over the table. She takes out a razor blade from somewhere. Okay. Now she, now she, she takes out the razor blade, dices up this man's cum into lines, and snorts his cum. Well, then. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I'd been M. Night Shyamalan at that point, too. You're like, oh, my God. That is a, that is a fantastic twist. There's all the things you could have expected to happen here. That was not one of them. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> Come one more time. Yeah. Oh my God, he's giving me all kinds of ideas. Now I want to go home, shack off, and snort my cum. <laughs> oh man, come on, man. Sit the cocaine is healthier. Hey, if I snorted my cum with all the cocaine I done in my life, I might get high off it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's not a bad idea with all the weed I smoke. Then you were talking about sex zombies. I'm like, <laughs> man, you just giving me all kinds of ideas <laughs> over here. Uh, just give me you new inventions to jerk off, huh? Exactly. Uh, I think the realest porn video I ever heard about, I haven't seen it, but I've been looking for it ever since I heard about it. It's like live You've action looking? SpongeBob porno. It's SpongeBob like, porno? Yeah, it's like live action. Like a guy's dressed up like SpongeBob and a, and a, um, a girl's dressed up like Sandy and, and a fucking. Like, it's live action SpongeBob porno. Actually, everybody go look that up. <laughs> I kind of want to look it up now. I don't know why. It, it, no, if you're a millennial, you want to look this up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> SpongeBob porno. So, so like, is is Patrick and Squidward involved? I don't fucking know. Like, I, mean, I, I've been I thought you saw it. screenshots, so though. At least <laughs> give me that link. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Put it up. Um, Make it up to the phone, to the microphone. Oh, I do, I do. Um, you don't want to know what I do with the microphone at my house. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh God. Yeah, no. So no. it's my birthday. So pretty much all I'm gonna talk about is sex, drugs, and drugs. And What's the difference drugs? from any other day, though? Um, I'm, it's my day. Fuck you. That's the difference. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, sex, if, if drugs, and rock and roll. If it's your birthday, it's your day. But this is my day, bitch. Is that a challenge, bitch? Okay, if I want to grab your man boob because he's my birthday, I will. Okay? Ooh, yeah. don't promise me a good time. Okay, yeah, man boob. Oh, yeah, y'all looking like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So how about we introduce our next uh, yeah, um, comic? Yeah, who's the next comic? Who's coming on up? Well, this is a special special uh, comic coming up. He looks like the son of Whoopi Goldberg. We have Third Axis Radio very own, Kenny Cloud. Kenny Cloud. Come on up, come on up. Like the price is right in this motherfucker. Uh, 
I feel like an old man. Is this I can't hear myself. Alright, that's okay, I'm deaf. Alright, uh yeah, shit, shit, shit. I did actually did not know I was up next, so uh I'ma just shoot it from the hip. Hey Alright, so I wanna practice with you guys. I want this half of the room to yell Kenny for a minute, and then I want this half of the room to yell Cloud. Are you guys ready? You guys ready? Everybody's ready. Alright. Alright. You guys ready? Begin. Alright, so how hard was that? You know what I'm saying? Dude, I've got Jenny. I've got Frank. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, are you hearing me? It's Kenny. And isn't Jenny for girls? Like, this isn't a mister. This is a missus. Good time. But, yeah, so, uh, can, can I get that again? Can, can I get that again? Yeah, I like how that sounded on the head. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, uh, my name is Kenny Cloud. You know, I keep it lit and, uh, very late right now. And, uh, I like to get a little bit loud, you know, crazy stuff like when I'm singing in the shower. I like to sing the most randomest shit because my neighbors are always listening. And I know because I saw them, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, hey. I'm going to have a motherfucking good time with this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going, if I had one life, I would jerk off all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just some raunchy, like, crazy, out-of-the-pocket stuff like... All right, that actually sounds like a good time right there. We're going to go with that. All right, uh, shit. How long am I going for? All right, perfect, perfect. Yeah, was not ready for this, was not ready. All right, so uh, I'm going to just end it on this one right here. Uh... So, I'm probably your typical guy, you know, I friend zone girls all the time, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you get a friend zone and you get a friend zone. We all get friend zones. But then you always got to rewind it a little bit and slide in with benefits, you know what I'm saying? Just because you never know, you never know, because I'm a free bird, you know what I'm saying? So, I like to fly, and if a girl's down to fly... And why can't I? All right, that's my time. Time for Kenny Cloud. Yo, you know, I'm the type of guy that's always in the friend zone, you know? And oh, I never, yeah. I never tried to, like, get in the friend zone. It just happens, you know? <laughs> you know, I fall for a goal. He's like, hey, can you come over and like, hang, like, hang out? Next thing you know, I'm doing all fucking dishes and cleaning a house. Then I forget, you know? Then I go home and realize that, hey, I just clean your house and I didn't even get my dick shook. How fucked up is that? Friend zone, yeah! And on that note, let's introduce our next comic. Cut me off. Yeah. yeah. Alicia What's their land? Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Where the price is right. Where you at? Yeah. What's up? What? 
There we go. Okay, I'll say my name. My name is Alyssa Westwood. Which one of these mics is being a bitch? Both. Is this the mic? Oh, and I think it's just you, actually. I think it's just you. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, hello, people. There are two people here I care about. The rest of these people think they're funny. Um, I don't fucking give a fuck about those people. Anyway, I just got out of the sauna. Uh, no, I don't have a gym membership. And actually, technically, I didn't fuck this guy. You know, I, I haven't had no oral, no nothing. I don't know why uh, men give me stuff. I don't, I don't get it. I feel like, you know, I'm like a whore without the sex, you know? Because I tell them straight up, like, I'm, I'm a demisexual. I really, I really can't have sex with you unless I'm in love. Uh, but if you really think I'm that interesting and you want to take me out for sushi or lobster or saunas or whatever the fuck you got I'll take it I'll totally take it they think I'm lying you guys they think I'm lying until I don't suck their dicks uh, anyway I hate sucking dick I pretty much just don't do it I don't do it um, mainly there's one reason I don't suck dick I have a uh, you guys know about like missing teeth and stuff so I was like born without one of my teeth and I have a bridge in my mouth. And it's, so a bridge, if you don't know what that is, it's like a little thing that makes a tooth that's not yours stay in your mouth. And uh, it's cracked right now. Right, so I'm out, I'm, I'm, I'm down there. I'm on there, you know, and how, you know how they are where they just start shoving your head down. And you're like, dude, hold on, I've been to rock concerts before. <laughs> I've got this. And I'm down there and he's doing this. And, my, and I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, man, if you break my fucking tooth... That's a $1,500 blowjob. Like, I don't think you can afford that. <laughs> so, so now I only suck rich guys' dicks, and I get a deposit. Get a deposit. I'm keeping that deposit, by the way, because like, even if you don't break my tooth, like, we could do this again. Like, I don't know. You have to like, s like, submit like a request. The end of the relationship. No more blowjobs, and then I'll wait like 30 days, and I'll take some interest out. So you know, you might get like $300 back, or whatever. <laughs> uh, I still have in my bank account. Anyway, I fucking hate men. Uh, let me tell you some real jokes. Uh, I don't, I don't shave my armpits, you guys. I don't shave my armpits um, because I'm busy, right? And I'm a ginger. I'm a, I'm a strawberry blonde. Okay, I'm not a red redhead. I'm not a blonde bit. Like I'm, I'm blonde enough to be fun. I'm redhead enough to not be stupid enough to suck your dick. Like, uh, so you know, we're smarter than the average cunt. Anyway, sorry, blonde lady. Uh, you guys are just dumb. You're just dumb. I know because half of me is that dumb. Um. Anyway, I, uh, I uh, no guys are always asking me if they can see my pits. You know, like if they can see my bush, right? They're always asking me about the bush. They want to see. So I just call this the preview. Uh, you know, it's, it's getting pretty, uh, same color, and uh, the carpet does match uh, the drapes, you guys, but I don't call it a carpet, I call it a roof, because your head's going to be under it! You've never eaten pussy before? It's kind of like that. It's like wrestling. <laughs> you just get under the... Anyway, okay, none of you have been lucky enough to have a woman sit on your face, Uh Please just go kill yourselves. Like, if, they, like if, a, if you've never been under a woman's pussy, uh, there are too many people on this planet, and some of us are actually enjoying life. So uh, just die, you know? Like, anyway, you should be just sitting on top of that. What are these lighters? I'm taking one. Um, no, I... I uh, <laughs> I don't wear a bra either. I don't wear a bra. Uh, yeah, right? Free the nipple, all that shit. This is not about feminism, Okay? I don't wear bras because I hate eye contact. It's just fucking overrated. Anyway, um, 
No, the pit thing is funny. No, the pit thing, because honestly, like, I don't just call it the preview. I also call it my rape deodorant, right? And uh, honestly, I'm not sure if it works, but I do know I haven't been raped since I stopped shaving. Yeah. You know, okay, so I was thinking about school. I've been thinking about school a lot. It's in the news. I hate the news. I don't watch the news. If you watch TV, you should also kill yourself. Um, there's live entertainment out there. Like, no, I'm just pro-suicide, you guys. I'm pro-suicide. Like, I'm sick of people crying to me about them wanting to die, right? Like, I'm just sick of hearing the crying. It's like, no, I think at this point, if another person uh, tells me they're going to kill themselves, I'm going to kill them for them because I'm so fucking sick of you pussies. I'm so fucking sick of you. I'm so, go do some heroin. Go get some hookers and then kill yourself, okay? Do something fucking interesting and then kill yourself. See if you really want to die after that. I mean, after you do some heroin and some hookers, you might actually want to stay. You might want to stay. You might be like, you know what? There's some shit out there I haven't tried yet. Maybe I should just stay. Uh, no, what was I talking about? I fucking, oh yeah, hating men. I do. I hate them because they talk. You know, and then these fuckers want to tell me about their job. None of you guys have jobs. It's fine. But um, these guys want to tell me about their jobs. You know, I had this guy tell me he was like, I'm a photographer. And uh, and then he sent me an out of focus dick pic. What the fuck, man? I had this guy out here just now. Uh, he said, Alyssa, hey, uh, you want to make out? I said, no. He said, uh, OK, but uh, what if I got us an Uber? So yeah, uh, then you know they they talk about my hair. They tell me, uh, they tell me, Alyssa, you know you're not uh, you're not very exotic. You're not very exotic. I know you're right. I'm not very exotic. I'm fucking endangered. Okay, I'm going extinct. You fucking retard. Where have you been? I'm one percent of the population. Maybe I'm not exotic. Kill yourself. Anyway. These guys, they fucking, they take me on dates. I tell them about my weird artist life, right? And because uh, I can't lie, what else am I going to tell them? And, uh, and then they tell me, you know what you should do? You should go out there and you should get yourself a real job. You know, I'm in PR and there's great, you know, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, two hours later, they still can't find their fucking car. I need a real job. You went to fucking college. You can't remember two streets. Two fucking treats. Okay, anyway, I'm sick of these people. I have my own place. Uh, shockingly, I'm not homeless. I just fuck the homeless because I'm a saint. Yeah. And you're all fucking cunts. Hallelujah. You know, you want to go to Africa. You want to build some shelter for some fucking little... You want to go virtue signal in another country, post your stupid faggy pictures online. Uh, how good you are. You guys are so good, good little white people. Anyway, you want to be a fucking saint? I'm telling you, all you got to do is fuck a homeless person. Or uh, let one sleep in your broken down car. Or um, anyway, I've had like eight homeless people live with me in the course of my life. And uh, yeah, I don't post that shit on Facebook because that's rude. That's rude. I'm not going to exploit my friends, you fucking white pieces of shit. I thought you bonded with that kid. I thought you bonded. No, you just bonded with his fucking, yeah, that smile. Anyway, anyway, I hate you all. I hate you all. I don't give a fuck about anything either. I just don't. I don't because my mom, okay, my mom, she wants to die. She's 67 years old. My mom wants to die. Why does she want to die? Well, Trump has something to do with it, right? Trump, he's the reason. He's the evil one now. The world is just hellhole, Alyssa. It's just a hellhole. There's no reason to live. I just want to die. I'm like, okay, mama, you know, and I'm just kind of glad she stopped bugging me to go back to school, right? 
But then she starts telling me she's worried about nuclear war. Nuclear war. She's going to die in a nuclear war. I'm like, Mom, you just told me that you want to die and you have no reason to live and now you care how. I feel like nuclear war would be a great out for you right now. Like if you, anyway, I fucking hate homeless people. Fucking, I hate them. I mean, I house them sometimes. They're good in bed. Um, but uh, no, I do. I fucking hate them, right? Because they're all in these streets and you get asked like 40 times a day if you fucking live here, right? And they're just, they always say the same thing. They don't get creative, nothing. It's just like, hey, uh, you got a dollar? I just, I just need a dollar. Just a dollar, man. Just a dollar. You need a whole fucking house. Stop lying to people. I would hate homeless people less if they weren't such fucking liars. Anyway, I don't give a shit about sexual harassment. I really don't, um, you know, because I like attention, right? And uh, and I like stabbing people, you know, honest to God. It's just like, every time it's like, ah, uh, you know, he's not that cute, just stab him. And then, uh, and then you don't have to call him a creep or anything. Do you guys know what a creep is? A creep is just a man with really large eyes. <laughs> just... We got a couple in the house tonight where my creeps at. Shout out for my creeps. Anyway, uh, I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. I'll tell you why. I'm a feminist because I've worked harder and I've fucked smarter than everyone in this room will ever in their entire lives. Now, I'm going to tell you how I worked harder. You already know how I fucked smarter. Come on. Um, I was, uh, when I was three years old, I worked for my dad. I was a gopher. Go for this, go for that. Uh, so, tools and beer, mainly. When I was five, uh, he broke a shovel in half and he wrapped it in duct tape and he dropped me in a ditch and he told me to get all the big rocks out. Anyway, I've been shoveling shit and rocks since I was five and you motherfuckers can't even change a tire, a tire. I go on a date with these fucking assholes, something happens. Oh my God, oh my God, Alyssa, do you have triple A? Do you have triple No, but if you have Jack, I got this. I got this. Like, I seriously, like, you are bigger than me, right? Like, most of you guys could hurt me. Some of you have. Cool, right? Cool. Uh, you guys could totally do that, but this is the deal. At the end of the day, I just don't fucking need you. I have a ladder. <laughs> anyway, you guys aren't feminists, apparently. Oh, you're pussy feminist. We got one lady in the house and then the pink hat bitch in the back. She runs this shit. We know Pam's a feminist. Oh, what, you think I'm, I'm not low enough to call Pam a bitch? Come on, come on. She knows what she is. Anyway, as far as... What? You want me to tell you? Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah. What do you want me to get together? I heard... I met this guy earlier. He's going to go on stage later. This is our headliner tonight. I love it when our headliner heckles me. Anyway, I met this guy the other day. He told me he was a reformed Jew. A reformed Jew. It's like, so uh, that means you're not going to replace us? Just not going to do it. Anyway, we got any reformed Jews in the house? Right, the Orthodox are really hardcore, right? Anyway, uh, okay, real jokes, real jokes. I got a roommate. I fucking hate him. He uh, asked me the other day. He's a techie. Does a lot of cocaine. He asked me the other day. He said, Alyssa, when do I clean the bathroom? I don't know, man. Uh, maybe right after you blow blood all over the bathroom mirror. Anyway, he didn't like the way I said that. He said, Alyssa, maybe you didn't have to say it so so harsh. And I was like, really? You don't like the way I said that thing that I shouldn't have had to fucking say? Anyway, to all the techies listening out there, guess what? Your mom is dead, and there aren't any robots here. <laughs> I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's introduce our Evan's next. Taking over. Oh, you're? 
Hey, we're going to give Sebastian and Buddha a big hand for hosting the first part of this show. You can listen to them on Third Axis Radio from 10 to midnight every Friday. Uh, we've got a comedian next. He's all the way from New York City. Oh, my God. He's like a real comic. It's you, yeah. Uh, before that, clap your hands for Alyssa Westerlin, the cutest anger I've ever seen. What an angry, angry, what did, she's just a doll, right? It's, she's, she's my favorite feminist. Uh, I'm gonna host for a little bit. I'm Pam Benjamin. I too am a feminist, but a different, different way than Alyssa. I am uh, the worst feminist. Well, no, she's a pretty bad feminist too. I don't. I don't even know what a good feminist anymore is. Uh, I know who. I know who the very worst feminist is. That's our first lady. Yeah, she's she's uh she's there in the Oval Office, being the worst feminist ever. Uh, third wife eyes down. You know what I mean? Don't talk. I, what's her name? Melania? Melania? How do we pronounce her name? Melania? Melania? Yeah, I wouldn't know because she never speaks. She's never told us how to say her name. Just like a good feminist. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, right. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thank you. Uh, but that was that's a little feminist for you guys. Your next comedian all the way from New York City, Thiago Macklin Lena. All right, thank you for that round of applause. That was uh, awesome. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, this is the this is the first comedy show I've ever done where I got paid in weed fudge. And, uh, yeah, I'd say the vibe is pretty consistent with that, you know? It's been pretty consistent right from the, from the get-go. This is this cool. Uh, are, are you guys live in the area or something? Yeah. Okay. Down the street? Oh, nice. All right. And you guys are comedians? No? Okay. You don't have to tell me who you are. That's fine. You can just be mysterious as fuck and not say anything. Just kind of keep it awkward. That's cool. Um... They just nodded at me like, no, I'm not going to tell you what, but <laughs> um, cool. Well, thanks for being here. <laughs> this is what it's like. This is what uh, this is what doing comedy is like. You know, you just do uh, you do a lot of shows for chairs. That's what you do. You know, hello. Welcome to the show. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh I don't know. This I did a show last week. Uh, I did a show last week in a pizza place. Uh, if you believe this, for one person, yeah. And one out of one people didn't even know there was going to be a show. So, kind of an awkward vibe in that room, you know. I don't know what you guys do. Nobody will tell me what they do for a living. But uh, that like, I don't know if you've ever been stared at like a like a topping someone didn't order, you know, on their pizza. Like, just could you scrape this out of my view? That was like the kind of the vibe of the whole thing. Which I don't know what it's like in in San Francisco, like, uh, but in New York City, it's just an excessive amount of entertainment, right? Like, it's like too much. It's too much to do. If you think about it, because like these people, they they just like walked in their local pizza place, right? They, they were just like ah on their way home, like oh, I think I'll just grab a slice of pepperoni or whatever. Fuck. And then they turned around, and there I was, trying to make it. <laughs> like, like yeah, like yeah, I'm a star. Like nah, nah, you're a psycho, dude. What are you? You're talking into a microphone in an empty pizza place right now. Like you don't need a manager, you need a therapist. It's like all right, fair enough. That's kind of like what it's like, you know? 
It's just uh, it's bizarre, bizarre lifestyle. I'm in a weird, you guys have kids? Not yet. Okay, not yet, cool. Uh, me neither, I don't have any kids yet. I've been, this is the thing though, I'm Brazilian and like uh, I've been getting a lot of pressure lately to have kids from uh, the dude at my local taco truck. Yeah, I don't know him, I don't know him at all. But he knows I'm married, right? So every time he sees me, he's just like, hermano, no baby? I'm like, nah, man, I, not, not yet, you know? He's like, come on, no, hermano, no baby? I'm like, nah, dude, I'm a, I'm a comedian. He's like, oh, okay. So it's not working? I'm like, hey, dude, can you just give me my burrito? What are we doing right now? Like, what is this? Like, you know? It's getting to the point, like, I'm feeling the pressure, though, from him. Like, like it's gotten to the point where, like, the other, the other day, I, like, I, I left empty-handed. Like, I showed up at home. My wife's like, uh, didn't you want food? I'm like, well, Pedro wants grandkids, so <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I'm not going to disappoint him. <laughs> this is, like, this weird thing, like, where, as a Brazilian, this, this is the thing. I don't know if any, but you're Latino, right? Yeah. Where are you from? Oh, okay, that's <laughs> That's not exactly what I meant, but yeah, okay. No, 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 it doesn't matter. Mexican, Mexican, okay. So maybe, right, right, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can vouch there's this thing, this weird thing in the Latino community where at any point, right, someone can just approach you and be like, and just grab you by your shirt and be like, where are your children, right? And if you're like, I don't have any, you're gay. That's just how it works, right? Which is fine, I don't care. I'll be like, yeah, fine, I'm gay. But even then, like a Puerto Rican drag queen will just pop out of the bushes, like, pero why you no adopt? I'm like, dude, could you fucking leave me alone, people? Like, what is this, this weird cultural pressure that you don't, doesn't make any sense? I don't know. Is that what it's like for you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like, uh, I am married. It's like a weird, you guys are married? Yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. It's a weird, it's an interesting lifestyle. <laughs> My wife is doing this thing lately where she, uh, this kind of slightly annoying me, where she acts like she doesn't know how dumb I am. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, she'll be like, what? You put a plastic shower curtain in the dryer? I'm like, yeah, it's me. You know, the moron you live with? Like, the guy who, like, flushed his phone down the toilet three times? Like, come on, you know who I am. I'm an idiot. I've always been an idiot. Like, this... I just, like, my head is in the clouds. I don't, I'm thinking of other shit all the time. Like, one time I jumped out of a car I was driving, and then I just watched it roll away. Like, fuck, forgot to put that in park, you know? And then when it hit the wall, my first thought was, it was my mom's birthday yesterday. <laughs> like, I just don't have any, I forget everything, you know? I forgot my backpack the other day. That was like a whole life situation, like, I went through in my head, you know? Because, like, I, I feel like this is a very backpack <laughs> room. <laughs> you, this guy even sitting with, you're sitting there with a backpack on, like, you're about to leave at any moment, just like, if the comedy gets bad, I'm leaving, like, I have my backpack, I'm ready to go, that's like the, the vibe, like, I don't know, because I'm, a, like, I never wanted to be, like, a briefcase, dude, that, that probably makes sense to a lot of you in this room, I feel like, you know, like, just like, oh, Tom, I got the documents, like, no, I didn't want to do that, right, yeah, no, fuck that, I was like, fuck, that. but I said, so I ended up being, like, a backpack dude, but that's, that's also not a great thing to be, right, because, like, I left my backpack at this place, so the next day, I just took a different one, right, because I have several, but then I went to back to pick up the one I forgot. So now I'm just walking around the streets wearing two backpacks? You know, like a successful person? No, I look fucking homeless, right? Because a backpack is the only item in the world where the more you have, the poorer you look. That's just how it is, right? 
<laughs> like when I had one backpack, everybody's like, I guess the guy's got some stuff. But as soon as I added a second one, people were like, oof. That's all he has. <laughs> Everything he owns is in those two bags. Just like, yeah, I guess this wasn't a good life choice. I work from home right now, is uh, which is uh, everybody thinks is cool, you know, like you say that. Like I do comedy and writing. Problem with it, like, so I try to frame it in my head, right? Like I'm like my own boss. Or Pam, are you on your, are you your own boss? You you run this place, yeah. The only problem with that is, see, everybody wants to be their own boss. The only problem with that is, as soon as I became my own boss, I realized that I am a shitty employee, <laughs> right? Like that's like immediately. It's like I was always, I always had a problem with authority, but now I'm the authority, so that doesn't go well. Like I just stroll into work every day at 11 a.m., you know. And as a boss, I'm like, yo, Tiago, you're late. But as an employee, I'm like, so are you. <laughs> I'm just like staring in the mirror like, fuck, this guy's good. I don't know what to say to this dude. Like, he's, he's smart. I don't know. I'll be real. I'm not even like that, that good a boss to be, to be real with you guys. Because like uh, the other day, I caught myself masturbating in the workplace. <laughs> And as an employee, I was like, my bad, this is pretty unprofessional, right? But as a boss, I was like, hey, keep living the dream. <laughs> You're doing it. That's what it is. Uh, you guys seem cool. What do you do? Uh, work in tech. Work in tech. Okay, cool. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like, it's, this is funny, man. I came out here... <laughs> I flew in from New York, I'm like, like in my head, I'm like, everybody's gonna be high and they're all gonna work in tech. And then I'm like, that's not gonna be real. And then I walked in here, they're like, here's weed fudge. And then I'm like, what are you guys doing? You're like, tech, and it's like, fuck. All right, this is exactly, no surprise, yeah. That's cool, I don't know. I like tech. But it's like, uh, what was I gonna talk about? You guys scared about this North Korea situation? Yeah? Trump's gonna go talk to him, Kim Jong-un? Yeah, I don't know if that's going to go well. The thing that bothers me the most about this, the, the North Korea thing is just, like, I just feel like, they, like we don't have the best people in charge, right? Like the best people like handling this situation. Because like, I don't know if you got, did you guys know this? That like several years ago they found out that Kim Jong-un is some kind of 1990s Bulls fan? Yeah, so we sent Dennis Rodman. Yeah, we sent Dennis Rodman over there to talk to him. Yes. Yeah, which is like, what the fuck are we doing, right? Like, no. yes. No, here's my thing. This is what I don't understand. Send Michael Jordan. What? Michael Jordan is the best basketball player. Why are you going to send a role player? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Send the best guy. What was that? Yeah, but what does that mean? <laughs> Who, Dennis Rodman? Michael Jordan. Okay. <laughs> Michael Jordan has authenticity. Okay, yeah, that's fair, I guess. Everybody's on weed fudge in this motherfucker, huh? <laughs> You're so high. Everybody's just so high. This is, uh, you know. Hey, fuck you, don't say that. She's like, that's why I'm laughing. You got no. Yeah.
Oh no, that's fine. You could. It's fine. Uh, you can have your resistance. I'm not taking it away from you. You don't have to lift it, laugh, laugh at shit I say. I don't. It's fine. You're not hosting right now. You're really high. You're you're really high because you think of, oh hosting in the city. I get it now. I'm sorry. All right, that was just very confusing. You can tell everybody's high because there's 18 empty water bottles at the fucking end of the stage. Just like, like everybody's just hydrated for an hour. Like there's like I've never seen nobody usually give you a bottle of water when you go on stage. Here, here there's just like everybody drank it all. I'm sorry. <laughs> everybody drank all the water. What the fuck was I talking about? I don't even know anymore. I'm uh my grandfather passed away this year. Yeah, terrible, right? No, he didn't die in North Korea. No. <laughs> Uh, he fought, no, he didn't fight in Korea, where did he fought, he, no, he, anyways, I don't know, he was a, here's the thing, do you think people back in the day were tougher than, than they are now? Yes, yeah, you guys really believe that? I believe it, I think it's true too. I think there's like clear evidence that people were, like the, like the other day I was watching this movie, they used to send you to a war zone with, armed with nothing but a flute, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, do you know anybody that would sign up for that now? Like Fugelhorn, First Division. Like, no, nobody's going to do that. You know, that's fucking... And those guys weren't fucking around. They weren't just, like, back there playing tunes. Like, they were supposed to inspire murder. Like, that was their... That was, like, the gangster music of the day, right? It was just a guy, like... Like, he he was bringing it, you know, like, to the next level. Like, that's... Uh, that's I think that's how you know people were tougher. Because, like, that's all it took for, like, some Virginia farm boy to turn into, like, a stone-cold killer was just like a vicious piccolo riff. You know what I mean? Like he just, <laughs> he would just, just and he'd be like, fuck them up. <laughs> just taking people out. That's all it took. Just give me that piccolo riff and uh, I'm there in my mind. I don't know. My grandfather, he never, yeah. Uh, so anyways, this is the thing. He, he lived to be, here's, I'm not sad, that sad that he passed away because he lived to be 97 years old, which is, yeah, too old. That's what that is. No, for real. Because, like, um, I don't know if you ever seen 97. I know it's too old because he did this right before he passed away, right? He did this one day. He goes, he cornered me in the kitchen, all right? And he goes, he looks me dead in my face, and he goes, yeah, I've smoked opium. I'm like, cool, I don't have any, so I don't know why we're having this conversation. But it made me realize, like, that's what you got to do when you're 97 years old to get anybody to listen to what the fuck you're talking about, right? You just got to start every conversation with a criminal confession. That's what you got to do. Because if you're 97 and you're, like, and you're like, yeah, so it was a nice day, I thought I'd drive my car. People just pop in their earbuds, they start watching TV, right? But if you step up and you're like, Ugh! when I was nine, I hit a boy with a brick and he died. People are like, yo, shut up. Grandpa's going to say something cool right now. That's how it works, right? That's just how it works. He, the last thing he kept doing right before he passed away, he kept threatening to shoot the governor of California because he lives out here. Like, he hated him, right? And uh, which was freak. Like, he would just walk into Olive Garden. He'd be like, I'm going to shoot the governor, which was freaking out my mom, right? She's like, I hope he realizes the cops come pick him up for that. I'm like, yo, honestly... I think that's why he's doing that, you know? Like, you threaten to kill an elected official, that's like a three-hour conversation someone has to have with you now. That's fucking smart, if you think about it, you know? Like, once you get you in that room, you can just talk about anything. Those guys gotta sit there, they gotta take notes. Just looking at you like, I don't know, Sarge. Suspect claims iced coffee is for pussies, you know? It's just like, whatever you wanna say. So, 
All right. Uh, you guys have been super fun. Have, have a good night. That's my name. My name's Tiago Michael. Have a good night. I'm glad that you mentioned our um, our herpes collection up here. We did. We gave away bottles of water at the festival, but nobody finished them. And I'm a Jew, and so I was like, I will save every drop of water. We're in a drought still. Uh, I did. I drank two bottles of the water already. I'm not worried. I already have herpes. It's fine. Uh, you're, we all do. Come on. 70% of it of us all do. Uh, even people in New York. Your next comedian, I'm sure he has him too. Uh, he's super, super hilarious, actually, our next comedian. He's one of my favorite people in the scene. He runs a new show every other Thursday at the Buckhorn, as well as being a Sylvan. He's the creator of Wasted Talks. Oh, yeah. That's as awesome as it sounds. Put your hands together for Keith D'Souza! <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Good to be here. I was sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. It was just when he said, why didn't they send Michael Jordan? Uh, my love for the Bulls is so high. I was like, Michael Jordan wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, they probably all make his shoes and shit. So, uh, gonna, we're doing this hell hat here. Whoa, oh, it's all lighters? Oh man, I I got my calendar all wrong. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll put a dollar in there. Uh, shit, I didn't have any material prepared. All right. Well, I gotta fucking uh, do the time so I can get my weed edible, right? That's. Got to do the contracted amount of time. I uh, I I like the weed edibles. I the weed just got legalized, and um, I'm glad for that because my weed dealer is the worst fucking weed dealer in the world. He's just AJ Weed. That's his name. I mean, that's not his real name. That's just what I have it in my phone as AJ Weed. So I can easily search my contacts. Just type weed into the thing. He called me the other day. That's how you ever have your weed dealer call you. It's so unprofessional. It's like, dude, this, what are you doing? Hey, bro, you need anything? That's not how this relationship works. The last time I bought weed, I was buying an ounce of weed from him, and uh, he, he he's like, "Oh, I'll be there in twenty minutes." Two and a half hours later, no exaggeration. <laughs> was she a comic too? She was? Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she was a real audience member? All right. Okay. So. All right. I, uh... Fuck, what was I talking... Oh, yeah, weed. <laughs> I shouldn't have eaten that edible right before that. But, uh... Yeah, so he, he shows up two and a half hours late. Doesn't even mention the fact that he's late, you know, or, or apologize for it even. Uh, he shows up, he's, he can't find his scale in his car. You know, I go and meet him on the street in his car. Can't find his scale. He's like, hey, do you have a scale on you? I'm like, no, why would I have a scale on me? He's like looking through it. He's like, I can't believe you don't have a scale, bruh. Seriously, I can't believe you don't have a scale. You're my weed dealer. That's a fucking idiot. So, but I did have a scale. I'm buying an ounce of weed. Of course, I have a scale, but so I have to go back to my house and get my scale. But I, I, I run a small scale operation. It's like I can weigh a couple grams at a time. 
not enough to hold an ounce of weed on it. Uh, but apparently he can't do meth. Oh, and he doesn't have a plastic cup in his car either, which if you've ever sold weed in your life, you know, you put the plastic cup on the scale, hit the tear button. This guy knows. <laughs> I gotta talk to this guy. I need a new weed dealer. But, uh, yeah, so he can't find a plastic cup and he can't do math. So he's just like stacking the nugs on my small scale. Like it's a fucking high stakes Jenga game. You know, it's just like nugs are just falling onto the floor, getting his like hippie hair stuck to it. It's like, fuck, man, I fucking hate that guy. So if anybody can sell me an ounce of weed for $140 and it's good quality stuff, let me know, please. Fucking, uh, you know, gu with guns, gun control. <laughs> you guys, guys want to hear my strong opinions on gun control? You know, okay, these shootings happen, and every time, it, it one group of people always get blamed for this. You guys all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about dudes with small dicks, all right? Every time a mass shooting happens... Oh, you had a small penis. I saw somebody on my Facebook post. Anybody who needs an AR-15 has a small dick. And it was like, this guy's like a body positive kind of a dude, you know? So he's going to shame people with small dicks like this? Dude, not everybody who has a small dick is a gun-toting, hummer-driving bigot, you know? Some of us are honest, hard-working folks. don't... <laughs> Want to be lumped in with mass shooters like that? <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. And then later in that Facebook thread, somebody posted, Well, uh, yeah, makes sense. You know who has a micro penis, right? Hitler. Hey, really? You know for a fact Hitler had a mic? What? You go to a museum somewhere and they have Hitler's cock on display in a certificate of authentication? I didn't know. You just read that somewhere. Now you're spouting it off like a fact. You're full of shit. And even if Hitler did have a micro penis, so what? He also had brown hair. What? So everyone with brown hair is a fucking whatever that genocidal guy. Because you know what? There are people out there with micro penises. It's not a myth. It's a real thing. I didn't know if it was a real thing, but I was hooking up with this girl, and she goes, "Oh, I love your big dick," and I thought she was being sarcastic, so. You know, it made me bang her harder. But I found out later that uh, she had just gotten out of a long-term relationship with a dude with a micro penis. So that's what she was used to. So these dudes are out there. You know, some of them, they got to be good dudes. They're just trying their best to get through this world with a physical deformity. <laughs> right? But unlike any other physical deformity, it's perfectly acceptable for people to just make fun of them for it to their face. Because they don't know, but they just make uh, little dick jokes. Everyone laughs. And then they get on Facebook and they see something. Well, Hitler had a micro penis and it's got 12 likes, two ha-has, a couple hearts. And then something breaks inside of them and then they get an AR-15 and then they commit a mass shooting. But it's not because they have a micro penis. It's because of the way society treats people with a micro penis. I'm st I'm sticking up for small dudes, small dick dudes. Nobody ever sticks up for them because they don't want to be lumped in with it. Fuck that! I'm starting a movement. <laughs> Thank you. Be the poster boy for that shit. Okay. 
Hashtag small dicks too. I don't know. Uh, uh, fucking a gun thing. Trump, uh, so, as people were talking about arming teachers, you know, with guns. And I'm a substitute teacher for, you know, money sometimes. And uh, so I guess I just get like a squirt gun, you know, just not a real gun because I'm not a real teacher. If anyone wondering how, what a substitute teacher is like, I know you're probably not. But hey, you know, this comedy doesn't pay it very well. So if you're wondering what it's like, just imagine a 12-year-old calling you a bitch. That's uh, like, you can't get mad when a 12-year-old calls you a bitch. It's just like, dude, you're a virgin. You know what I mean? A virgin calling you a bitch. That's like an autistic person calling you a retard. You know what I mean? It's just, it's adorable. It warms your heart. Was, was that punching down? Is that what that was? I don't know. I, that actually happened to me. That's a true story. An autistic kid called me a retard once. Never forget it. Fucking, <laughs> uh, what's in the news? I wish this was a hell hat because I just... <laughs> Lighters? The, uh, uh, fucking... All right, I'll keep talking about guns. Gun control, you know, it's in the news. And I, I think we need some... For, I, I think, I don't... I know we have a Second Amendment, but I don't think it's that crazy to say, hey, we need to at least limit the amount of guns or the, and the types of guns these kinds of people can get. All right? And it's not the mainstream gun owner. These are people on the fringes of society. They have, you know, mental problems. They have racial prejudices, usually. They all have delusions of grandeur, right? And then, you know, they get a gun, they commit a, a shooting and public and uh, something needs to change all right we need I'm talking about gun control for cops people gun control for the police i think it's about especially traffic co stop cops you know if you're a traffic stop cop why do you need a gun what is the real threat to you there that you need a fucking gun what is somebody just like driving they're doing like i don't know 60 in a 35 Oh shit, am I getting pulled over? Fuck, I can't get a speeding ticket right now. This, this insurance is gonna go up. I'm gonna have to go to traffic court. You know, they tell you to show up at traffic court at 9 a.m., but you don't even see the judge till 11 a.m. What am I gonna do? I gotta think. Gotta think of a plan. Oh, I got it. The perfect plan. I'm gonna wait for the cop to get to my car and ask to see my ID, but then instead of showing him my ID, I'm just going to murder him. That's how I'm going to get out of this speeding ticket, by committing a brutal homicide on a police officer. No, nobody's doing that. All right? But what if they have drugs in their car? Still, I would rather take a drug dealing charge than a cop killing charge any day. Right? That's, I mean, that's probably the worst crime you can commit is killing a cop. Right? I mean, in the eyes of the law. Like, I know, I know you and I don't think killing a cop is that bad. But I don't think a judge will take too kindly on that kind of behavior. Although, you know, that does raise an interesting question, doesn't it? If you murder a cop at a traffic stop and he doesn't show up to court, does your case get dismissed? <laughs> ah, I don't know. Not a legal... Yeah, it's a legal loophole, right? <laughs> oh, uh... I had a good. Hey, I invented a new drink. Uh, where were, uh, well, no, this is a kombucha, but the drink I invented is called a kombuza, where I pour taka vodka into a kombucha. 
Ah, it tastes like taco. That was a big twist on the set. That kombucha has taco vodka in it this whole time. Here's the empty bottle. But we're not allowed to have booze here. So you got to be all sneaky about it like this. I had a great time tonight. Let's give it up for Mutiny Radio, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Pam Benjamin, everybody. Kate D'Souza! Yay! Espousing his amazing theories on micropenis. I am so excited that you brought that up. I also have some feminist theories uh, that deal, not with the penis, though, uh, everybody knows that a PG-13 movie lets you see side boob, right? Side boob. No nip, side boob. 180% side boob, still PG-13, no problem. Now I say, this is 2018. It's time for fucking equality, right? So what I want to see in the movies is some side scrot. Uh, I want to see some ball sack. You got to follow me here a little bit. So um, I'm assuming his penis will probably be erect. So we won't see that. And he's going to be cupping the balls, so we won't actually see those either. But what we'll see is that beautiful skin, maybe hairy, maybe maybe a little see-through. The thing I'm excited about is I really think it's going to open up acting for older men, uh, guys over 50. Like, I just can't wait to see Nicolas Cage, you know, uh, in like a Scorsese film. Ah, uh, hey. Uh, like he's coming out of a, you imagine, imagine with me, Nick Cage in a Francis Cord, Ford Coppola film. He's coming out um, of a pool of water and uh, he's like coming up the steps and you see him from behind and you see, because you can still see the butt, uh, but what you see is this, you see this like stained glass nutsack, <laughs> right? All the way through, like what a camera angle with the veins. I really think that this is for equality, everybody. This is... Side boobies PG-13, I'm just saying equality. I finally want some equality. I'm excited about that. Uh, no, I, I am a very strange uh, feminist. I, <laughs> I have been thinking, I've been thinking a lot about Melania Melania. Um, Awesome Pfeffer Incorporated. Dun, 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 she's going to do it. No, she's not. She doesn't. She, actually, she speaks four languages. She speaks French, Italian, German, and English. Uh, but she just won't say anything in either language. Pick a language. Say something. Any language. Speak in French. I don't care. <laughs> Have a stance. She hasn't picked up a stance yet, and it's been over a year, right? Remember Michelle? We all miss Michelle so much. Oh, Michelle, I miss you. I miss Michelle. She was. She picked up right away. She said, um, "I don't like fat kids, and diabetes is bad." No, she was like school lunches, make them healthy, take the salt out. She was doing her thing. I thought that was great. She really changed the school lunches, and Michelle was just incredible, working out with kids, being a great role model. Uh, and Melania Lania hasn't said anything yet, and I've been wondering what she's going to say. Since the, the one time she did speak, she actually plagiarized Michelle Obama. I figured that she'd do the same thing in this stance. And she would also uh, hate fat kids, uh, but not not in the way that you guys are thinking. Like she, nobody knows better than Melania that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. You know what I mean? It's like she's got hot rack, doesn't look Jewy, and looks good when she's frowning. Also, it's really she's quite an amazing human being. But she knows that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. So fat kids, nay. I think that where she's going to pick it up, uh, she's going to champion bulimia, right? Because 
Well, I mean, it makes kids four times the consumer. It's really helping the American economy because they're consuming four times the food. Uh, and then she's really going to be known as an environmentalist because she's going to teach them to vomit into the composting, right? Regurgitate, recycle, renew. We can grow plants with that. We'll like make some new. So as a high pH, it'll be okay. We'll be fine. We're just going to put it right on the plants. It's going to make some great Napa wines. It'll be a little more acidic. It'll be a nice Sauvignon Blanc. You know what I mean? It'll be great. Yeah, that's, I really, I, you know, I, I just think that everyone hates so much on Trump. And I'm like, I think that we need to hate on the 47-year-old trophy wife that stays with him. Stand up, be a real feminist and say, he's a misogynistic pile of dog shit and I won't stand it anymore. But she probably has a prenup so she wouldn't get any money. Ah, it's all about money. I don't know the woman. She just never speaks. That's why I could, if she'd say something, I could actually form an opinion. Uh, so, yay, feminism. Cat fans in the house? Who's a cat lover? Yeah, cats. Uh, I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. Uh, I want to take my cat, and I want to shave him, and then I want to knit a sweater out of his fur, and then I want to make him wear it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady. Ow. I do love my cat so much. I do this thing at night where I put my I put my knees up and I make a little tent and then a little kitty tent and then he like kind of like lays down underneath the little tent I've created, you know, with his little kitty, little kitty body. And um, the other morning I lifted up I lifted up the blanket and I looked I looked at myself and I I didn't have any underwear on, so my cat's head was just resting. What I'm saying is my pussy was on my pussy. And nothing have, has ever been so right. It was like this moment. I was like, this is exactly what life is supposed to be like. This is like a beautiful moment in time. My cat loves me so much. My pussy never smells good. That's actually like the name of my first album. It's absolutely true. The cat loves it, though. The cat absolutely is 100% about it. I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend. Uh, my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked them. <laughs> Meaning that my cat loves me. Uh, or women really do taste like tuna. Yeah, either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. Yeah, that's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. I am 43 years old. It is, it is, it, the crash site is not ready for viewing. Actually, I don't, I don't shave either. I have so much pubic hair, it's like wearing a hair skirt. Like, I don't have a problem with nudity because I feel like you can't see anything anyways. It's just like it's, hair skirt I, I do I do love feminism so much because all of these women in like the 50s and 60s and 70s didn't have kids and went to school and read books and they got they were so smart and they did all these things and it's just so wonderful so that I can talk about my butthole on stage you know like that's feminism that's so good I can say whatever I want yay uh, but I am uh, old I haven't had any children but my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli meaty yeah my, my butthole looks like a bunch of worms trying to escape a hungry robin it's not what you want to think about in the morning I know me either I try not to I try not to ever think about it I, I try not to but uh people you know I just I don't like getting banged from behind because I'm afraid he's always looking at it right I'm like oh god what are you what are you looking at back there don't look at too I'm just so embarrassed uh and it's so funny because my boyfriend's cousin makes jewelry and she made me these earrings 
out of the cast of her butthole. And it's this cute, it almost looks like a flower. And people will come up to my ears and be like, what is that? Is that a flower? I'm like, no, it's my sort of my cousin-in-law's butthole. And they're like, what, really? And they're impossible. She must have iced it first. If you, if you made a mold out of my butthole, it would be like a brooch. You couldn't even wear it as an earring. It would be way too heavy. It would be awful. It'd be gross, I know. I know, we've, we've, lost, we've lost Steve Poggi, but that's okay. Uh, is he in there? No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. I'll do, I have, I, have, I have plenty of jokes to do, are you kidding me? You guys seem to be in a relationship. You're married, so this won't apply. Well, it might apply to you. You guys are dating? Cool, okay, you'll see. It, 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 you, I try to be the perfect girlfriend, and I suck at it. But I've tried, all right? So I decided to suck my boyfriend's cock while he was playing Call of Duty, right? To be like the perfect girl. Don't everybody get all excited. It's only a seven-minute game. It's not that big of an investment, okay? It's like not that crazy. Uh, but it was, I, was tra- I was trying and I'm hearing all these crazy noises and he's talking and I'm like, ah. And he realizes he cannot sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks. So he has to choose Call of Booty or Call of Duty. <laughs> what would you choose? Call of Duty. Yeah, good man. Very nice. No, mine, mine chose the first person shooter game. Yeah, I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. But the only person he wants to shoot him in the face, or he wants to shoot in the face, is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. <laughs> Come on, you guys, let's get these fuckers. Uh, so I actually wanted him, I wanted him to talk dirty to me. I thought it would be fun uh, to talk dirty during our sexy times. And uh, he was like, oh, no, I'm too vanilla. I don't want to, this is really, I'm super embarrassed. I don't know what to do. And I said, put on that headset. Because I hear what you say to those 12-year-old boys in Korea. <laughs> I'm going to put my gun in your pussy mouth. What does that mean? Say that to me. <laughs> I'm super excited. That would be great. I am wearing a t-shirt today that says death metal. And I have a jacket that says Lucifer. That is very telling about me and my life. Uh, I went to, I actually, I, I, I have an MFA in poetry, which was the poorest decision I've ever made. I will never make any money ever. I have no idea. I have an MFA. I'm going to study poetry for four years <laughs> as a graduate level. <gasps> Smart. Nobody was even like, oh, that's a good idea. You should. Or like, well, I can't read the thing. Is Are the cops here? Oh, yeah. He's fine. He has plenty of time. Uh, I have, a, oh, yeah. So I had poor decisions. And so I have a degree in I'm never going to make any money at poetry but I thought oh my god how am I going to what can you do I thought maybe I'll write lyrics for songs people they make money off that right and I thought well I will write lyrics for death metal because there's only like nine words in those songs anyways right Uh, so I've written some songs I want to try them out for you guys see how you like them the first one is about things people like puppies kittens unicorns lots of porn People love porn. <laughs> and Endrime. Funny enough, funny enough, uh, it makes them feel complete. I don't know what it is with Endrime and, and people. Uh, the second song uh, is, it's, it's, I think, my most, most metal song. Uh, no, it's, uh, it, it deals with something called embedded rhyme or assonance. It's the rhyming of vowel sounds. Right? It goes like this. At dawn with chainsaws. For those of you that don't speak death metal, that's at dawn with chainsaws. It's that aw sound. Uh, it's about carving up dead bloated whales at dawn in Alaska. <laughs> so it's so metal. So metal! 
the last song is called 23 Year Olds Lament, and I think that this is going to be my big moneymaker. It goes like this. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom, why do I live with my mom? Thank you. That, thank you. Yeah, you can clap for that. That, that convention is called a death growl. It's a little different. It's not a poetry convention. That's a death metal convention. It's a little different. Good. Thank you. That's one of my favorite jokes that I've all, it's one of my, I like act outs. I'm sorry. I like, I could, I could talk about my butthole more. No, I'll, um, I'll, this is, this is the thing we've talked about food tonight. I do. I get hungry. Um, not just for sex, but I, you know, since 2002 guys have been sticking their nutsack in my mouth. Does this happen to other people? No, the balls. Yeah. Right. Since 2002, I don't know what happened. Uh, but if we could deal with my issues, I'm hungry. So I ask him to dip his nutsack in some marshmallow fluff and then b- roll one ball in chocolate chips and the other ball in graham cracker crumbs. Because if I'm going to have a sweaty nutsack in my mouth, I kind of want it to taste like summer camp. <laughs> S'more dick, please. Let's balls. <laughs> S'more dick. I do, I do like the dick. Uh, what I want is an uncircumcised guy. I have a fantasy. I want to be with an uncircumcised guy. I want to pull up his dick. I want to pull his foreskin up over his dick. I want to put whiskey in his foreskin. Oh, I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? You know what I mean? It's twofold. Uh, one, I'm an alcoholic, and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And uh, two, boys are gross. <laughs> I'm just trying to clean out all that schmegma before I get in there. You know what I'm saying? Because they are gross. All right, thank you guys so much for listening to my jokes. I've been Pam Benjamin. Yay! You just walked in. What perfect timing. Your next comedian, she was just seen in Sketchfest. Yeah, it's perfect timing for you. Yeah, absolutely. You just walked in the door. It's absolutely, it's, I just finished. It's the perfect, best timing you could have had. Uh, she just came from another show at the Milk Bar. She's here for you right now. You guys, she's really funny, and I'm glad she made it. She still has her bike helmet on. Clap your hands wildly for Brooke Heineken! Give it up for Pam for letting me go. Like, a, a worse booker would just be like, nah, you're late. You don't get to go on. But Pam doesn't do that. So give it up for Pam for supporting the comedy scene. I thought this was... Are we doing Hell Hat? No, we're not doing Hell Hat. Okay. Hello. How are you guys? I'm going to take this off. Everyone good? Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm not great. My car got stolen, but it's my bike everywhere. I know. I called the cops, and I was like, my car got stolen. And they were like... I was like, I live in San Francisco. My car got stolen. And they were like, duh. And I was like, oh, I was describing him where it's parked. And they were like, oh, wait, that car. Wait, we know. We know who did it. And I was like, oh, my God, who did it? And they were like, we did. You got towed, bitch. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, what I get towed for? And they told me I was parked in, like, a street cleaning spot. But I live in San Francisco, and I know those streets have never been cleaned. So... <laughs> Um, well, they didn't tell me what happens like when your car gets like towed or stolen by the cops is how you're supposed to find it again. Cause like my phone and my wallet were in the car that they towed. So just had to flag a truck driver down in the street and ask him for a ride to the tow lot. And as I was like sitting in the cab of the truck next to this truck driver, I realized that I had no way to like pay this man. 
Like, I'm no expert, but isn't that how porn starts? Like, doesn't it always start with some girl who's like, but how will I ever repay you? It's fine, the law wasn't that far. I'm take it wasn't that much. Stick didn't taste that bad, so. It's a weird lack of context for you to walk in on. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, it was a really expensive ticket. And it tasted terrible. Uh, so now I ride my bike everywhere. It's chained up outside. Except my bicycle also got stolen in San Francisco. I know I came out of a bar and it was just gone and I was left wondering where it was. Was it like biking over the Golden Gate Bridge? Like I always promised it that we would. Uh, but So I was walking home. I was walking home that night after it got stolen by the Burger King at 9th and Market. Do you guys know that Burger King? Bought drugs there. Yeah, that one. Well, because there's some Burger Kings where you're like, oh, that place probably has like a secret drug business in the back. But that one at Civic Center is just a crack den. But like in, a, in the back, there's a secret burger business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one that plays, it plays music outside. I have no idea why. I've lived next to there for three years. I still have no idea why it plays classical music. Is it really? Yeah, they did like a scientific study. And they said that like even... Oh, crazy homeless people were like, nah. <laughs> like, Mozart, nah. That says something about classical music. That, like, even the people that sing to themselves are like, fuck this, fuck Chopin. I have standards. Me and my six other people in my head have standards. Uh, yeah, that one. And I was walking by and I saw a homeless dude sleeping inside that Burger King with my bike. I know, I went in, I went up to the counter and the Burger King man was very formal. He's like, welcome to Burger King. How can I help you? And I was like, well, sir, are you a thief in the kingdom? <laughs> he didn't like the pun. Uh, I was describing him what happened. He was like, I was like, that guy over there. And he's like, oh, that guy over there. I was like, yeah, that guy over there. And he was like, good luck. And then he ran in the back. He's <laughs> like, who do I know that's good at stealing things? So I called the cops. And they came, and they were like, we're just going to go ask him about it. And I was like, oh, good luck. And they're like, sir, sorry to bother you. Is that your bicycle? And he, he was like, nah. <laughs> so I got my bicycle back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's chained up outside. You guys aren't very excited for me. That's okay. Now there was my sister. I called her the next day. I told her what happened, and she yelled at me. She said, I can't believe you took your bike back from that homeless person. He clearly needed it more than you did. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> she yells at me for everything though she yelled at me uh, it's like no wonder she's perpetually single she yelled at me for not using a coaster uh, and then she didn't care for me reminding her that the ring I left on her coffee table might be the only ring she ever gets uh, <laughs> the whole story does end well because I saw that same homeless person a few weeks later riding another bicycle so except to my satisfaction on the side of that bicycle it said SFPD so we all win um, it was Valentine's Day recently, and I'm an optimist, so I went to see the uh, esthetician. I know Pam's not a big fan of estheticians. What? Yeah, you've got bits about it. You've also got bits about it. Uh, not to be confused, men with an anesthetician. They're very different. Uh, I guess. Not, I mean, I mean, I need both of them to be like very good at their jobs. You know, one of them makes sure you don't wake up in the middle of surgery, and the other rips hair from your vagine so and they but they have a lot in common they both say things like oh you won't feel a thing and one of them is lying 
Uh, <laughs> I have a friend who's an esthetician. She doesn't like to be called a waxer, I think, because she wants her family to think that she's the medical one. But it's, it's so the word an esthetician, which is what the technical term for a waxer is, it comes from like the the root like to decorate aesthetics. Which I don't know, ladies, if you've ever felt left a salon feeling like, oh, I'm so decorated right now. Like, <laughs> unless your idea of decorating your living room was by pouring hot wax on the ground and ripping up the carpets. <laughs> the men can laugh. Ha! She told me to come see her. She said I'd leave feeling like a Disney princess. Except I know how like white and rounded I am. So like I feel like I'd definitely leave feeling like a cartoon character, but more like the balloon thing from Big Hero 6, you know? Michelin man scenario. She, I asked her what like more women are going with nowadays, because there's this rumor that like we're reverting back to a full bush situation. <laughs> Pam is all about it. I think it's a San Francisco thing, but I still think San Francisco women are too hipster for that. I feel like there's women who are walking around not with like a full bush, but like just a succulent, you know? I I went. I'm I'm an optimist. It was Valentine's Day. I am very painfully single. I used to have a boyfriend, but he was really into role play, and I couldn't get into it. I kept on. I was like, "Babe, I love you. Like, I really want you to just treat me like your girlfriend." And he was like, "Brooke, I really want to treat you like my ex-girlfriend." So, didn't work out. <laughs> I don't talk a lot about dating on stage because I don't date a ton, but I was dating this guy a couple weeks ago and we were like making out or whatever and I pulled back and I told him that I really liked him and he told me that he thought that was confusing, so. <laughs> I know, I was like, what the fuck? You know what would be confusing is if we were like making out or whatever and I pulled back and I was like, no homo. <laughs> like that would be confusing. <laughs> After my last relationship, I told a friend of mine I thought I might be gay and he told me he knew he wasn't gay because he'd never seen a dick that he wanted to suck but I've also never seen a dick that I wanted to suck, okay? I'm trying. I wear, I'm wearing so many jackets now that I didn't have time to prepare for this bit, so roll with it, radio listeners. I know, I was at a bike, it's foggy out. Um, but my sister, she designs clothes, she knows I'm single, knows I'm trying, so she, she actually made this shirt. It's got like this big ass hole in the back. I don't know why. I'm bringing sexy back, I guess. Uh, I used to really like wearing this shirt until she told me I was wearing it backwards. But <laughs> it requires me to wear these like sticky cups. Have you ever worn, like women ever worn these? It's like a stick on bra for backless shirts. Um, except I biked here, like sprint biked from Milk Bar to make it in time. Which I guess was justified, but I'm very sweaty right now. So like, I'm kind of afraid that these aren't gonna stay on. <laughs> like they're gonna fall off. <laughs> So like later in the night, if on the sidewalk you see like a tan colored yarmulke, <laughs> find me, I'll be at home like Shalom. <laughs> uh, I am originally from Ohio uh, and my mom actually gave me a name even she can't pronounce because like she gave this like nasally ass Midwestern accent. So she named me Brooke, which is a name she can't say. Like, when she calls my name, she sounds like an angry chicken. She's like, Brack. And I grew up with that same accent. I squawk back at her like, Mom. <laughs> you get a weird way of speaking in Ohio. I don't call my mom, Mom. Call her Mom. Call my dad, my dad. 
call my uncle my dad, you know? Uh, my dad for Christmas got me like one of those DNA kits where you like spit in a tube and you mail it to somebody and they tell you how white you are. You guys know what one of those are? Like 23. Has anyone ever done one? It's always the white people. I've literally never asked that question where anyone who wasn't a white person. But we're always like, yes. Come on in. How are we doing? We're getting explained to the rules. Is there a show after this? What show is it? That didn't tell me anything, except that you're very drunk. <laughs> cool. Um, I so to catch you up, you were all very fucked up. <laughs> oh, good. Have you guys ever taken the DNA tests where you like spit in a tube and then you mail it? I wish. Okay. So, did, did you, what were your results? Well, you were trying to figure out what part of white. Oh, okay, I couldn't tell. Has anybody else done those? They're very in fad now. Have you done? What are, What are you? English, Irish, German. English, Irish. We say that like it means something. Like, it's it's kind of like when people explain to me the different breeds that are in their dog. Like, oh, he's part poodle, part corgi, part like it's a dog. Like, I don't care. You're a white person. We think the difference matters. Also, for white people, Roger Pam, um, she's still letting me. I like. I feel like for most white ancestry and genetics, we really shouldn't look into it all that closely. <laughs> but I took it. I wanted to find out if I could really call my uncle dad. Uh, that was a callback to a joke you guys weren't even here for, so I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I'm 99.8% British and Irish, so my mom's got 0.2% explaining to do. <laughs> All right, I will get out of here. On the, thank you for letting me have this set, even though I walked in at literally the last minute. Um, I will wrap it up. I feel like politics is going to be the end of us all, so politics will also be the end of my set. Uh, do you? My my family's very conservative. My dad watches a lot of Fox and Friends. I know. He asked me if I wanted to watch it with him, and I was like, No, thank you. I already have a white noise machine. <laughs> I think it's crazy that Trump accused President Obama of wiretapping him because nobody would look at Trump and be like, I tap that. <laughs> Do you guys know what emo music is? Yes. Like, yes. yes. Do you think that if Paul Ryan blasts enough emo music out his office windows that taxes will start just cutting themselves? <laughs> and lastly, I just I want to say that I hope that the Dream Act beneficiaries, like someone who's going to be deported possibly under DACA, takes Donald Trump to court because I want to see a court case called Alien versus Predator. I'm Brooke Heineken. You guys have a great night. Give it up for Pam. Brooke, Brooke, that was great. Brooke, you're so awesome. She was dealing with all kinds of crazy stuff. Hey, uh, I call my uncle Daddy. You call him Daddy. You don't call him. You don't call him Dad. You call him Daddy. Just kidding. Uncle Tom was Uncle Tom was a good guy though. Oh my God. Yeah, no, he was my Uncle Tom. Was a good. He had long hair and he used to smoke pot. Loved him very much. Anybody? You guys look like pot smokers. Anybody ever smoked so much pot that they uh, forget how their own shower works? <laughs> Have you done that? You're like, hot, cold, I can't do it. It's like Airbnb being in your own home. I'm a guest in a hotel. Uh, your next comedian, he's going to make you laugh. He is, or, or cry, we're not sure. What did, who did you bring in? I hope it's not the cops. Okay, God, God, God bless it. Okay, everybody, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to see. Put your hands together for Steve Pogey.
Ted, thank, thank you for clapping and not knowing who I am. But I grabbed this attractive young woman. Ow. Could you, could you say that again, honey? Ow, ow, no, ow. Oh, no. Ow! Motherfucker, what am I even doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag didn't resort to anger. Could you, could you blow on some of these? Yeah, I mean, I, I know you're, no. you're creative no. and you're an artist. No. Uh, could you just? <laughs> could it? Could? I, have teeth in my vagina. I don't know. No, no. Round of applause for teeth and the vagina. Because that's what Frodo would have first off fight, but we before you get Frodo, yeah, you, you have problems getting Frodo. Oh, it's great. You. I'll slay that, Daddy. You know what I'm saying, dog? Hey, plus one slay, Daddy. Look, uh, how do you feel about getting deep throat by Frodo? Oh, man, I don't feel anything about it. But he's got a plus one sleigh daddy. Oh, God, I'd, I'd eat the dick. I would just eat the Boom! Dick. He eats the dick! <laughs> Frodo eats the dick! <laughs> we have a plus one sleigh daddy. Does anyone have a plaid shirt to turn it off? Yeah. I got a shirt. You do. Do you feel like it has mystical enough abilities to turn it off? Yes. Anything you own? Yeah. All right, well, stand up. Can we get the roll the dice? You could not have been a more anti-thralling <laughs> Iraq. We have a guy with pajamas yeah. <laughs> and vodka. <laughs> hey, hey, remember you? Remember how you were great? Are, are you trying um, to play Dungeons and Dragons with them? Hold on, we gotta talk to Pam Benjamin. Freeze! <laughs> I, I just, are you trying to play Dungeons and Dragons with the audience? Maybe 
Do they not know what's happening and that's why they conf- they're confused? Did I ruin the joke? A lot of people know what's going on with Dungeons and Dragons. A lot of people. Did you have some good stuff? Well, go fuck yourself. Because we have some dungeons and some other people we're not going to talk to. Hey, you seem pretty scared and simplified. Wait. Am I? Hey, friend. What do you feel about what's going on? We have a set of adventurers, and you have to deal a cobe. Is that a real word? No. These people are witches. This person might be too. What do you believe to come true? Many things. Could you wait while I step establishments? What does that mean? Could you add it? So fairies! Fairies! Could have a good storyline, right? Just shut the fuck up and agree with me. How about that? How about that? You ever had a problem on Mutiny Radio? Well, you do now, motherfucker. How about that? Everything seems great. Do you have a situation? They asked me not to answer. We have a side series of he's not great. But it happens. We have, we, we have comics and I'm, I'm fucking high. I have illusion logistics. And we have storylines. A lot of people deny you don't know as anything from anything, but they might be great. Who are you to judge whether or not they might be great? You know what? You know, you know what? We're at a 7-Eleven. And I, and I challenge you promiscuously. And she, she might have a great talent and she might have a great foe. Foe! Just putting out there again for talent. It's not this guy, you can clap. Come on, man, what do you? Come on, clap. Come on, clap for Alyssa Westerlin. Coming here right now, my friend, your foe. Hey, hey, Pam, what do we do if the horn just sits there? What? Man, 
Have you guys heard about Chris Canaster? Well, I bet if Alista Wonderland came up here to the stage. Fucking join up my team atmosphere. Right. I get it now. I get it. No, sit over there. Okay. Sit over there. No one's jerking off to you until four minutes ago. Hey, 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 people. Have you ever met a good comedian that ever uh, you you haven't lately? Well, how do you like popcorn? And I've got five tenths of popcorn. You you should come up here right now. Like when I, I'm just, I, yeah, yeah, no. I, hey, look, you, you have a lot of things you suck at. Mother, okay, audience member. I said no, okay. I may be tripping on his fucking. I said I said no audibly. I said no assertively. This fucking <laughs> this this asshole hurt me. Yeah, we're gonna give it back up to Pam, and because Pam does this shit. I'm just taking tonight, you guys. I want you to know I was a willing prop. That was consensual propage. Okay, no, I didn't suck his dick or anything. I just, uh, I, I was a mannequin, and uh, he's paying me. So it's all good. It's all good. Wow. <laughs> None of that alcohol was consumed here at Mutiny Radio whatsoever. I can promise you that. No, I just... The ABC, they just furnishing. Uh, now I understand why. Uh, I, but here's the thing. I too, I too am. This Steve Poggi, everyone. Steve Poggi. Yay. Alyssa Westerlund. <laughs> Keith D. Uh, I too, I too love to drink. I'm an alcoholic. And this new Trumpian thing that's come up has made me a little nervous. I'll be honest, you guys. Uh, they're all, I had a really painful period the other day. And I was like, ah, what is that? And I thought I aborted the ghost of Scalia. But nay, nope, they're all still inside my uterus making decisions for me because I'm too dumb to do that myself. Uh, but so if, if, if they do overturn Roe v. Wade and we actually, you know, abortions become illegal or something, I, I just want to put it on the record right now. I never wanted a kid. I never wanted one. I'm a nanny. I only get paid to hang out with children. I will not do it for free. If I have a baby, I'm going to need some new tools so I can drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe while we're, yeah, while we're hanging out at the bar, right? Because I'm a nanny. I can't afford a babysitter. So you just put the baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag and you give it some air. Where's it going to go? It's going to be fine, right? It's going to be fine. Then it turns five and it's wearing one of those leashes, you know, and it's trying to run out into traffic still. It's like, kill me. <laughs> it's like, my mom hates me and I'm holding it back. Ah, I don't know why I'm keeping it. I just don't want to get in trouble. Ah. It, it turns seven and they bring me into one of those stupid parent-teacher conferences, you know, and, and they're like, um, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I did not want this kid. I do not want to be here. Ha ha. And then it finally turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine. And I'm like, 
I'm like, who is your dealer? I can finally take you to Burning Man and we can talk for hours and hours on end. I can finally get to know you. I am so excited. And then it turns 15 and it starts doing the cocaine and it teaches me the coolest thing. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Oh, right, from the mouths of babes, genius. It's 17 years old, it finally dies. It has, well it has one of those, it has one of those um, heroin, cocaine overdoses, a speedball, right? A speedball straight into the vein and it dies. And I'm like 17 years. That is the latest late term abortion I could ever have. That is like the latest late term abortion. It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times. <laughs> Not mine, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Do you get it? Didn't want the kid. I'm just saying, uh, just let women make choices for themselves because otherwise they will be angry at their children and raise comedians. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be a bunch of like very sad young boys whose mommies didn't like them and they'll get drunk and tell jokes on stage. Yay, the future is now. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you, you guys, for coming late. Thank you, you two, for being here from the fucking beginning. You saw the whole arc of the whole thing. Clap it up for yourselves. Clap it up for Buddha's birthday, for Third Axis Radio, for all the comedians you've seen tonight. And uh, hey, everybody, come back to Mutiny Radio again sometime. Yay! Bye!
continue the direction you're going are going to be successful and unfulfilled, unhappy, and stressed. If I can change, then you can change. There are two reasons of why people are not successful. There are two All right. Thank you so much for listening to that and being with us on that wonderful, wonderful journey. Uh, ultimately, I'm trying to see if... Can you hear me out there? Okay. This shit is tripping out. I'm still new at this, y'all. So that's why it's called Woe Wednesday, too. Because at times, you guys are going to get woed. So I would like you guys to enjoy the motivation journey uh, along with every journey that we all incur together. Because life is a fucking roller coaster. And nobody really has bipolar. It's more like undiagnosed bipolar. Or the system put way too much on it. Because people deserve to have their emotions along with emotions basically there's growth uh is everything good out there okay perfect just making sure so we got uh along with that motivation we got tin in the house tin's gonna tell you about himself in a little while but he's a comedian in the bay area been doing comedy i'm gonna say a, a little over a year now he'll tell you about that uh but ultimately i want you guys to give a warm hand to ten welcome ten thank you thank you so much everybody so much thank you for coming out uh no no sit down sit down you look amazing you're outstanding people can you hear me out there everything cool all right um well thank you aisha for having me it's a beautiful place you have here yes i have been trying to do comedy for the last um last three years it's a struggle it's a struggle you know I, I started doing comedy because everybody would just always laugh at everything i said i'd be dead serious I, it'd be an emergency sometimes like hey man i need to shit my, my friend just got shot i need to hurry up and get to the hospital can you please can you please get me right <laughs> like what, what are you laughing at what is so funny here but um it's a struggle this comedy shit man it's not as easy as one would think ups and downs highs and lows and then you gotta figure out what the fuck do people think is really funny cause I feel like I'm hilarious I'm, I'm, I'm one hilarious guy and I be laughing at so much I think I'm going insane it's turning more into a confessional than a comedy set isn't it <laughs> but it's uh I love you too. Thank you, baby. You're you're amazing. Yes, this audience, this audience looks spectacular. Like in my head, I just imagine some of the most beautiful people. Uncle Earl, I see you in the audience. We got a forty in the building. What's up, Big Daddy? I see you, the ambassador of the Bay. That's what's up. I thank you, appreciate you all for coming out tonight. Uh, as you can't see, because some of you are on radio, but as the audience can tell, I'm a larger man. I'm big, big bone, fat. Fat motherfucker. Only fat people can say that though. It's disrespectful what other non-fat people say it, but other fat people can say you fat motherfucker. Like I can look at any fat person like, hey fat motherfucker, let's go get something to eat. And they be like, ah, let's go motherfucker. It's all good. I see this one fat nigga. <coughs> 
he was so big i guess like i don't know his story i'm totally assuming this but i guess he uh, he lost his feet because he was so big and I'm like, this motherfucker got the perfect excuse not to exercise no more. You fat motherfucker. You lucky son of a bitch. And he just he just drove by like, that's right, bitch. He knew what I was thinking because it was a fat person telekinesis. He's like, yeah, that's right, bitch. Just drove by in this little scooter like, eh. Almost ran over my toes. Little bitch. Certain burdens come with being a fat man. You know, the high blood pressure, possible amputation from uh, heart disease and diabetes and stuff like that. But other things, other burdens are relevant when you're a large man. You know, such as people calling out random fat people you kinda look like. Yes, I do look like Suge Knight, okay? It's only because of the bald head and beard. No, no, I did not kill Tupac. I was not in Vegas. I was only 12 years old. Otherwise, I got the Uncle Phil one time. Somebody called me Uncle Phil when I had a goatee. I'm like, you disrespectful motherfucker. It's too soon. 